This is episode, what, 17? 17. 17. Oh yeah, it says so in the title. Welcome to episode 17 of Offbeat Tracks. The big one seven. I am Danielle. We're almost legal. We are. <laughs> well, we're at least above the age of consent in most places, I That's think. That's right. Hashtag yeah. new order song. Hashtag not a sex joke. I'm Max, hello. I'm Danielle, and speaking of sexy things like the age of consent, (laughs) we are talking about my future husband, another one of them, Adamant is one. You'll you'll learn throughout this uh, podcast as we go on that I have a lot of future husbands. She does. Because I don't like to limit my options. The registry is out of control. (laughs) It's it's a pretty big Excel file, (laughs) and I plan to marry all of them at some point in my life. Anyway, (laughs) episode 17... It's about my man, John Jellybean Benitez. Yeah. Incredible, incredible pioneer of the modern club music. It's not really modern, but the 80s. The 80s club, club music, music, 80s yes. and 90s. I would say 80s and 90s. Yeah, mostly know. 80s. Hey. Is this going to be another adamant where you just make fun of me? No. Tech? It is. No, I love Jellybean. Okay. Because <laughs> that's what this is going to be. Um, <laughs> Jellybean Benitez. Probably best known for Madonna stuff. Uh, he's an ex-boyfriend of Madonna. Yeah. I, what, what years were they together? Like when were? When? I think it had to have been. It had to have been right before Sean Penn. Because so I think they met. I just this is just me like piecing things together that I've read and you know from what he's produced. They were together for from what I read like two ish years, and he started working with her in like eighty two, eighty three with her first album. And what she gets together with Sean Penn in, what, 85? So, yeah, something like that. Yeah, Mm -hmm. so he's probably with her, you know, 82, 83 to 84-ish. So that had to have run right up to Sean Penn, which is interesting. So, (laughs) I mean, I don't know why you would pick Sean Penn over (laughs) Jellybean. Because Jellybean's a looker, man. Sean Penn can't write songs. I'm sure he does. He's just a political activist. (laughs) I can see Sean Penn with, like, a douchey guitar, like... (laughs) The dolphins' feelings. <laughs> <laughs> you can see that though, can't you? You can totally see Sean Penn doing that right now, outside of like his Malibu beach home. <laughs> oh, Sean Penn's debut hit single, "The Dolphins' Feelings," <laughs> dropping December 2016. What a cuck. <laughs> oh my god. Anyway, that's who Madonna chose over <laughs> Jelly Bean Benitez. That was so funny. No, okay. Are you are you I'm okay. <laughs> anyway. Uh we are not here to talk about Sean Penn and the Dolphins' feelings. <laughs> the feelings of various sea creatures. <laughs> <laughs> he took oh, man. he took it really hard when you read that article about the Great Barrier Reef almost dying. <laughs> oh man. Anyway. Oh <coughs> yeah. He <laughs> he took it so hard he decided to make Shanghai a surprise. I'm <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> 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 right. seriously. <coughs> I am so sorry. <laughs> oh, please. We're here to talk about your husband. Not yes. The, not the feelings of dolphins. <laughs> well, sometimes sometimes they intertwine. Um, anyway, so Jellybean Benitez. Um, he's known for his, uh, a few things. Music producing. <laughs> remixing. 
<laughs> We're going to give Max a moment no, here. This episode's never getting off the ground. I'm sorry. <laughs> Whew, all right. No, I love this. Let's, <clears throat> nope, I'm let's, give, let's give Max a moment with, his, with the dolphin's feelings. <laughs> I'm having a moment with my own feelings about the dolphin's feelings. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I'm so mad right now. Tell and you can't even tell how mad I am. That's the worst. That's a <clears throat> that's the first lyrics to Sean Ooh. Penn's song. Sibilance. 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 You are crying. Anyway. <clears throat> yes, I am. That was very funny. Like the dolphins. <clears throat> anyway. And you can't tell because they're underwater. Continue. Your husband, Jellybean. Jellybean. He yes. is a husband. Yes, he is known. Um, <laughs> he is a husband? Is he married? Yes, it's oh. dumb. He's been married for a long time. It's like, I'm sure she's very nice and pretty and like totally cool and like a good mother to his kid. But like, you <laughs> but know. But you're like, get out of the way, woman. I'm coming like, get in. Get out of the way, woman. Like, who wouldn't want this? Right. In the oversized Janet Jackson shirt. <laughs> That is an oversized Janet sure Jackson shirt. I bought it last week. I thought it was going to be too small. And now Danielle's it's rocking a Rhythm Nation 1814. Is that a tour tee? No, it was from it was from Forever 21. I'm not that cool. Oh, but I'm like, you but know, it's, it's it's still cute. It's really cute. It's awesome. Marry me, Jelly Bean. Anyway, so uh, yeah, he is married. He has a kid, but he's known a lot for. He came up as a DJ. Yes, he did. You're still laughing at the dolphins. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, no. I was laughing about you. Like making plans to get, making break plans. Jelly Bean's marriage up. I'm not making plans. I'm just saying if he's interested, <laughs> I might be able to make, you know, a clearing or two on my schedule. <laughs> Fair. So That's DJ, yes. yes. He's, he, he's he from New up. York, right? He's from New York. He mm-hmm. uh, was born in the South Bronx, born and raised in the South Bronx by a single mom mm-hmm. from Puerto Rico. Uh, so it's like he, he and his sister, the, she gave him the name Jelly Bean, by really? the way. Because his name is John Benitez right. with the initials JB. Oh, so it was like, Jelly Bean. Makes know sense. what I mean, Jelly Bean. So he became Jelly Bean Benitez. And when he moved to Manhattan, big, <laughs> long move, but apparently it was a big deal. Uh, <laughs> talked about it in this bio like it was like he was crossing the seas <laughs> on sail. But um, yeah. <laughs> Jelly Bean crosses the East River. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. That's a portrait we need to commission immediately. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, we talked about it like it was like the hugest thing on the planet. He like literally crossed a bridge. Um, <laughs> I just have this amazing vision of him like in a pontoon, <laughs> like except, like Washington crossing the Delaware. Right, but he's carrying a record instead. <laughs> yeah, that'll be it's great. That'll be our first off Tracks T-shirt. That's great. Yes, there it Jelly is. Jelly Bean crosses the East River. Perfect. <laughs> exactly. Um, anyway, he moves to Manhattan. Anyone still listening? <laughs> If you're still here, you're... This is what you're, happens when I yeah. take over a show. You're a it's hardcore just... fan. <laughs> oh, we are out of control today. Oh, so, Jelly Bean is a DJ yes. in New York. Yeah, yes. he goes there in 75, becomes a DJ. He DJs around a bunch of places. Wow. That was an early yeah, start. Yeah, he was like 18. Wow. Yeah, so he's, you know, coming up in the disco era, the club era, when mm-hmm. this is becoming like a big deal. He does DJ stuff a lot at Studio 54, for example. Um, so he kind of becomes known for that. 81, he becomes the resident DJ of a place called Funhouse, which is pretty legendary in the, you know, early 80s, late 70s dance thing. They were really, was less about Studio Feed 4, had a lot of status to it. Sure. You know, and, and, and it's, it's, you know, there was music there and it was fine, but it wasn't known for like the 
birth of music. Funhouse was really like a birth of music kind of place. Like mm-hmm. this is where the sound was coming from. That's Jelly Beans resident. He also had a dance show on W. TKU or KTU, I can't remember which one, but it was a big station at the time. Oh, so he so was, that doing was how, DJ dance radio. Yeah, on the weekends. Like, and that uh, was kind of like how our old buddy out. that we talked about on the uh, Sly Fox episode. Same yes. kind of thing. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was very similar. I wish that was still a thing. Yeah, well, it kind of is on. Uh, well, in more like in more cities, it should be. A oh, thing. yeah, no, no, not on like real radio, I don't think. But um, satellite <laughs> radio, you do have a lot of that. And guess who hosts one of those shows? Jelly Bean. What up? Anyway. Uh, so we'll go back to Jellybean's origins. Um, when he's on that show, he starts getting a lot of attention. Um, and of course he's DJing in Funhouse and he starts remixing songs. Mm-hmm. Um, and he becomes kind of known for that. And one of his remixes really hits it big and people were really wanting it. And it was actually, um, it was a 12 inch single remix and it was really the beginning of the 12 inch single remix demand. That became like a commercial thing a lot because they wanted this 12-inch single, which is a remix of Flashdance, What a Feeling. Ah, yes. And it's the good thing about Jelly Bean in his remixes, he really makes things funkier. He puts in more beat. He gives a a little freestyle twinge, but it's still so true to the regular song. That's a you very, know, very good way yeah. to put it. It's like you can listen to the, like like this flash dance, what I feel like. It's still the regular song, but it's just funkier and it's longer. It's more of a club thing you can get so this down was to them. this was jelly beans like first breakthrough really yeah doing this remix of, yeah of everyone Flashdance. exactly everyone really wanted a piece of that and they were like okay so he starts getting into the studio more he becomes friends with the most mentioned human being on any podcast probably <laughs> that especially that we make Stephen bray of course of the breakfast club because he's kind of working with them he's remixing some of their early stuff and he meets Stephen Bray's Breakfast Club bandmate, Madonna. Yes. And they fall in love. I don't know if it was like that, but <laughs> it sounds good for the podcast. They fell so this in w- love. So this would have been like, what, around 81? It was when like she 81, was... 81, 82. When she was working on her first album. Exactly. Um, and she's still kind of like around this Stephen Bray Breakfast Club junk. Because he, junk. <laughs> he, would, he would come in and basically take over production... By the end of her first yeah, record, wouldn't he? Yeah, he's like, re, you know, and he does with that whole record, he's pretty involved in that. He's, you know, <clears throat> co-producing some stuff. He's remixing things. Um, he completely produced Holiday. Mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. like, that's all Jelly Bean and Madonna, and they're all very intertwined. Um, at this time, 84 is when he has his first, like, actual chart-topping hit. Which, which is was? like all his The Mexican. Ah, uh, yes. Which is a ridiculous song. Well, and, and this is, The Mexican, I didn't know this till a few years ago, but The Mexican is actually just kind of a redo of a song from the 70s. This ridiculous song that somehow was a hit in like 1973. Right, and, and it, he got the same woman to come uh-huh. sing it again. And it's it's weird because it's, it's like you said, his version is not like a super far cry from the original. Exactly. But he... He made it a new song. It's a dis- it's a very distinctly new song. Yeah, and um and it's, it's so good. Oh, it's just so good. It is really good. <laughs> Jelly Bean songs. I'm just going to warn you as we get more into the songs of Jelly Bean, <laughs> all of his songs are super fun and they're super dancey <laughs> yes. and you will have the best time listening to them. So true. Yeah, 
and they're all pretty memorable too. I, I think so, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I can listen to it and be like, you know, some songs I'll listen to, and then an hour later, I'm like, I already forgot what that sounded like. <laughs> Jelly beans, they stick with you. He's so good at what he does. Um, but yeah, the Mexican was like his first really big club hit. I believe it was number one. Um, most of his hits were really like, it, on the on one. the club on the club, charts. On the club. Yeah, 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 yeah. Not on like the real charts. Come on, but like the club charts, it was. And it was really like kind oh, of. but a, he did, he did cross over to top forty though. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He had, especially in by the way, uh, the UK, noting. the UK. He was actually a pretty big hit maker in the UK. Oddly enough, but <laughs> um, yeah, the Mexican was his big uh, first club hit, and it was. Um, it was really like kind of a pivotal moment that like dance people, you know, dance producers look at that and they're like, that was a pivotal moment on the charts and like the production of like electro hip hop at the time was the Mexican that started to become the sound. Um, sure. Yeah. It, that yeah. was, um, you know, this was around the time when freestyle was becoming big. And yes. of course, like the first, the first quote unquote, the first freestyle record is Planet Rock, mm-hmm. Africa Bambata, which, which was 81, 82, somewhere in there. Remixed by... Jelly Bean Menendez. Really? Mm-hmm. He did a Planet Rock remix? Mm-hmm. I had no idea. It's one of what, his early big ones. Was it Was it like on an official uh, Planet Rock 12-inch, or was it, that sure. was just something he did as a DJ? I think, I mean, it's mentioned as one of his like biggest, so I'm assuming it Interesting. had to have been on the 12-inch. I've never heard that. Yeah, was, it was one of his early ones he did right around the time of uh, Flashdance, what a feeling. <laughs> yeah, he's the bomb. Anyway, yeah, uh, yeah he's a... You know, you'll start to hear a lot of freestyle sounds happening in 84, 85 with Jelly Bean that's starting to emerge a lot more as a sound that producers are going for. And then we get into his second single, which is my favorite dance song of all time. This is my favorite Jelly Bean song. Oh yeah. My God. It's great. It's so good. Um, Sidewalk Talk. Yes. Written by Madonna. Yes. And she sings the hook also. She does sing the hook. She's got to be in it. The woman who does the verses is uh, Catherine someone. It's like Catherine Richardson, I think, is her name. Something like that, yes. Uh, I always forget because what? Oh, would... Catherine Buchanan. Catherine Buchanan. There you go. Catherine I wonder, Richardson I wonder what might happened be a to her because opera star. I like her. I looked her up I like recently. her voice. Um, yeah, I looked her up recently. She was one of those like singers always trying to catch a big break. She apparently got on this like big break show in like 87 or 88 in England, like where they were like trying to find like the next big star and she was on it, but apparently she's like, she never, me, I've already been on a top 40 single. I know, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, and apparently she just kind of faded away and she ended up apparently, I don't know a lot of the details. She like died in like 2001. Oh, she had shit. like in surgery. Yeah. So that's why you don't hear a lot from her. And you can't find a lot from her because apparently... Well, that explains it. Yeah, in England. But well, no... we yeah. thank her for giving us sidewalk oh, talk. It's such a beautiful, like, kind of an early freestylish sound. For sure. Rappy lyrics. Like, that kind of rapping, like, and syncopated... So, so many gratuitous hand claps. Yes. Which you just can't have enough of. Yeah, I mean, I'm not complaining. Uh, Madonna's fantastic on it. It's such a hit. Anytime I... Sometimes, like... I won't, I'll go a while without listening to it, but it's one of those, if I hear it and it's like the right time, it's all I can listen to for a week. I will just listen to it on repeat. It's most played on iTunes for me. And it's so relatable. Like it's, it's about people talking shit. Yeah. Like, I mean, who can't relate to that? It's like, no matter what you do, somebody's going to talk shit about you. So just live your life. That's the point of the song. And live your life and watch how you do it. Exactly. (laughs) Like watch who, watch who you're talking, talking shit to. Um, but yeah, that's that's Sidewall Talk, the best song, the best dance song of all time, and I don't care what you think. Streets were paid with a thousand eyes, they tries you made, you can't disguise. There's only two things that you can't hide from, that's you and the ground you're walking on. Watch where you walk, cause the sidewalk's talk. 
I also love the name of that album, by the way. What Wadupski? Wadupski. Yeah, Jelly Bean's albums are... He's just so goofy. He is goofy. And if you ever watch any of his... I don't think Sidewall Talk had an official video. I don't think the Mexican did either. But he starts to go into videos with his second album, um, which is called Just Visiting This Planet. Yes. Which is a very late 87? 1987? 87. And the singles are like 87, 88. Mm-hmm. And um, my thing... You'll, you'll start to see all of his songs have singers on them he doesn't actually sing sure i'm assuming he's a bad singer i don't know like that's just the only thing i could think or he's just a musician without being a singer i respect it yeah i'm fine with that maybe he just wants to always have kind of a different sound in his songs you know he always wants to bring a different mood i don't know what it is Mm -hmm. but he doesn't sing he always gets people so he gets um he gets a couple people on this one like Elise fiorillo yes um elisa fiorillo has a fantastic solo record by the way i have I have uh, her album. Is it good? Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's, it, it's very, you know, I mean, if you like late 80s pop that you won't remember 10 minutes after you listen to it, uh, then yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's good stuff. She, I do like that. She actually. released a, a crap ton of other albums after that one, but like her, I'm talking about her one album that had a shot. It was self-titled from 1987 also. Oh, ah, okay. So it's probably like when she's up and coming. Yeah, she's very, she's got a great voice. Yes. Like she's on um, a Jelly Bean song called Who Found Who, mm-hmm. which is a pretty big, it was big club hit. Here. This is my second favorite Jelly Bean. Very close second to Sidewalk Talk. I, I love this song. And, of course, he wrote this about good old Madge. I think it's pretty obvious. I never really thought about it. Well, yeah. Of course this was about yeah. Madonna. That is very true. Um, yeah, no, this is a great song. She has a great voice. Uh, it was a pretty big hit in the UK. It was. This album actually hit it pretty big in the UK. It was a star. Um, this was this song, uh, Who Found Who, was actually his biggest top 40 hit in the US also. It was a number really? 16 hit. Wow. Mm-hmm. That was the highest he would ever get on the Hot 100. I mean, it is a really catchy song. That chorus is really catchy. Yep. It's good if you stuff. Look at the, video, the remixes are great, too. I have the 12-inch. The, the remixes are, are fantastic. Have you seen the video? Uh, yes, I have. They're out, so in a de- out in a desert, yes. Uh, no, I like... Isn't that the they're one? They're in, like, a bunch of different places, and, like, he's dancing around, and... No, I'm, thinking, like, I'm thinking of the cover of the single. He's out. He's standing uh, out in the desert, and it's, like, very blue. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, the video, they're, like, standing around, and, like, she's, like, dancing and talking. He's in the background, and sometimes <laughs> they hug and stuff. It's, like, weird. But he's he's got the best hair, and he's he so He does. Trippy. He has amazing hair. His hair, in the late 80s, at least, was just long and curly, and, and it looked so, so well-conditioned. So beautiful. I was going to say, yeah, he was... Well, Using all the right I was about product. to drop a conditioner brand to make a joke, but then I realized <laughs> nobody's paying us, so screw that. Yeah. You want us to mention your conditioner brand? You gotta. If you'd like to sponsor us and you have a wonderful conditioner, I do have. I have beautiful hair, so if you'd like me to use your conditioner and show everyone how beautiful my hair is with your conditioner on it, accepting all sponsorships at offbeattrackscast.com. Yeah, but he's just—he's such a good-looking guy. Beautiful smile. Anyway, I won't get too far into the husbandry. Yes, here we go. That's not what husbandry means. Nope, definitely not. (laughs) Gone to get Danielle a dictionary while we hear a clip of this song. (laughs) As soon as I said it, I was like. "Mm But yeah, that's the first single. Second single is The Real Thing, 
which is also such a good R&B-ish sounding name because they get Stephen Dante. Yes. Who's a soul singer, such a good voice, such a deep. It's very, it's that sound to me. Like whenever I hear Stephen Dante, I hear, um, what's his face? Why can't I think of his name? Well, I think he kind of has a Stephen Bray-esque voice. He does have a Stephen Bray-esque, but um, oh my God, what is Rick Astley. Oh, yeah, I hear sure. Rick Astley. Like, that's the sound of Stephen Dante's yeah. voice. So yeah, to yeah, me, yeah. this is like Jelly Bean, you know, if Rick Astley were singing it, it's so Very perfectly true. 1987, Yes, 1988, it right is. there. Yeah, no, it's a beautiful dance song, but it's got a little bit of soul in it because you've got that voice. Yes. So it's like a little bit of a different and sound. A great think, video for this Bean. one, too. We got, yes. Yeah, you got to watch these videos when we put the playlist out for this uh, episode. It's It's amazing. Good hair again. Good hair again. Never stops having good hair. He has, by the way, I don't want to ruin it for everyone. He has since cut his hair. Ooh. It is short. Hashtag grow it back. Hashtag let, let it flow, Jelly Bean. <laughs> let that name flow. In my mind, love was just a dream. So that's like the singles and the hits from the second album, Just Visiting This Planet. And then he goes into a little, he has this like weird mid-album thing called Jelly Bean Rocks the House. Yeah, it was like kind of a, it was like a an EP more of a, yeah. more than an album, wasn't it? And that, yeah, yeah, it's it's like a in-between album thing. I guess it, it's an a tweener. EP is, it's a tweener. I guess EP <laughs> would be the word. But uh, and this becomes his like phrase as he keeps going. Like every DJ thing he does Rock now is Jelly Bean Rock. Jelly Bean rocks the house. Uh-huh. Like that was whatever he's DJing. He's rocking the house, and he does. Um, yeah, because this was like a bunch of um, like extended mixes and twelve inch cuts and things like that. Yeah, it's yeah, like, it was kind of like a. It was a compilation EP. It's kind a of mixtape. Yeah, yeah. mixtape. Yes, there you go. It's yeah, a mixtape. It's a mixtape, and he has um, a decent hit off of it, which is. Coming back for more. Coming back for more. And that is featuring the vocals of Stephen Darby of Living in a Box, best known for their hit <laughs> Living in a Box. Yes, uh, from the album. Mayor, from the album, is it Living in a Box? Uh, you, you got it. <laughs> I've never really looked at the album. <laughs> They're uh, very good. By the way, can we talk about how Richard Darbyshire is the most British name any person could possibly have? Like, if you th- <laughs> If you threw like a Winston Quinton something and, and threw an Esquire on the end, you'd make it more British. But like, <laughs> hello, I'm Richard Darbyshire. Richard Darbyshire. And I'm here with my group, Living in a Box. <laughs> we got to do a Living in a Box episode. Oh my God, I love Living in a Box. It's totally cool. Yeah, yes. we can do it. Yeah, but this is this song is very Living in a Box. It's it is so Living it in a is Box. Very living in a box. <laughs> it is Living in a Cardboard Box. <laughs> <laughs> in a lot of record stores across the country because nobody wants to hear it. <laughs> hey. I, I, so it was a joke. Come on. So you I, are doing it. Anytime I have a hashtag, future husband, you're like... <laughs> <laughs> hashtag living in a box joke. <laughs> yeah, so many people are making those these days. Mm, indeed. Um, no no one more yeah, than Richard no, Darby, sure. No, it's a really good song. It actually sounds like living in a box to me. Totally. It's... Super fun because all of Jelly Bean songs are fun. You will never not have fun listening to Jelly Bean. Very true.
His next album, which is pretty much like his last real album, is at least oh, of yeah, yeah, this. Yeah. yeah, and it's called, because he's <laughs> so good at titles, Spilling the Beans. Oh, Jelly Bean. Which is the cheesiest shit on the planet, but he is Spilling the Beans. Um, and this isn't as big as his other ones, but he's still, you know, hitting the dance charts. He actually does, is, he does hit uh, the Hot 100 one more time on this album. With the first single, yeah, what, it what's like it going to be? Yeah, what's it going to be is, uh, this is like 91. Uh-huh. And this album is very 90s sounding. Very. He has transitioned into that 90s kind of Euro beat. And the the uh, lady on mm-hmm. this single. Nikki Harris. Good old Nikki Harris, uh, who is in a song that I posted on our Facebook page a couple weeks ago randomly, not even thinking of the Jelly Bean Connection. Uh, but she does the female vocals on the song Do Anything by Natural Selection. Oh, yeah. That's, that's her. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, no, she was a Madonna, also a backup dancer. Yep, she was a backup singer. She was in the Vogue video. She was. Yeah, and also music, and apparently. And looking, looking hot AF in the Vogue oh video, God. too. Yeah, she's gorgeous. Great voice. She does the first single, which is called, what's it going to be? Um... Yeah, Jelly Bean is really embracing the 90s at this point. Oh, it is the most 90s sounding. Like, like you were talking about, he really was, I guess, still at the forefront of what dance music was sounding like yes. at this time. Yeah, I mean, he's really like a club guy. He's still actively DJing. He's sure. Still, yeah, so he's going to take the songs or the sounds of what are in the club at the time. So this is like 91. This is very 90s sounding. Very. It does not sound 80s anymore. No, um, not, not remotely. It is no sidewalk talk. But it's more of a, I don't know, I hear like culture beat. Oh, when yeah. I hear it. yeah. Like to, to me, it's like culture beat. Yeah, it's, it's very Euro house. Oh, yeah. Which definitely. is where club music was going. So yeah. good for you, Jelly Bean. Oh, Jelly Bean knows what he's doing. But yeah, that's that's a decent hit. I think that might have been number one on club charts. If if not, it was very high. Um, and then his last like real hit, which I don't like love this song. This is like the only song I don't love of his, and it's called Spilling the Beans. That's funny because it's I different. I actually really do love this song, and it's like I love that you can basically turn on any cut of it, or it, like you can put the needle down at any point on this record, and you can just like yeah. jam out for a different reason for thirty seconds. That's very true. That's very true. That's what I love about uh, spilling the beans, and I also love the ridiculous like names of the mixes. Like, have you, do you have so do you have the twelve inch? <laughs> There's one called the Less Bean Mix. Yeah, it's um. I was like, uh huh. I know which bars you were making this one for, Jelly Bean. <laughs> Oh, he pandered. He pandered. Spinning tonight down at the peach pit. <laughs> it's the less bean mix of spilling the beans. <laughs> wink, wink. <laughs> there you go. This is my husband's. Yeah, no, this isn't my favorite one of his, but it is a lot different. It's got like this James Brown yes. shouting in it. It's very James Brown-esque. But, I, it's, with, like, like, a but lot... it's not really James Brown. No, it's, it's not like, James Brown. It's like great value James Brown. <laughs> yeah, it is like fake James Brown. But you, when you hear it, but it's like... At the same I... time, isn't that just so jelly bean? That's just, it fits in with his goofy persona to do something like that, so. Oh, yeah, totally. Um, I'm, I'm for it.
Oh, I totally forgot to mention earlier. I just, he had done a lot of producing. This is like very, he had done a lot of producing before he was like really just concentrating on himself mm-hmm. before he was really doing him. Um, and he actually produced Whitney Houston's Love Will Save the Day. Oh, yes, he which did. Which is one of her best dance songs. Yes, and it's the, arguably the most freestyle she would ever get with anything. Oh, yeah, definitely. It is a pure like freestyle just jam. I love Love Will Save the Day. It doesn't sound like a, a lot of what she does. It's not a very Whitney song when you look at the old Whitney. But it is such a good song. That was Jelly Bean because he does everything. Um, so 91, because he is master of all trades, Maxwell. Um, after 91, he really kind of, he doesn't really fall off the map. He's just not really releasing stuff like he was. I think he just kind of took a break. He did like a lot of music supervising mm-hmm. on movies and stuff. He got uh, more administrative. Yeah, he got more administrative. <laughs> he became a secretary. Um, no, he, uh, he did like a lot of music supervising. He like was a music supervisor on like Carlito's way of all things. <laughs> um, That's funny. Yeah, he did like a lot of really weird stuff. He also co-wrote the theme for the ricky lake show and like i had <laughs> Which to think is really that about the most 90s thing when i, a when I read it is a very 90s thing you can have on your resume and i couldn't remember so i had to look at it i had to look at it like look it up to remember this it is a very 90s and it does sound very jelly bean now that i like listen to it i was like huh right on huh. it was jay bean the whole time um yeah, if you, you know, I want to throw back to the Kashif episode from a couple of weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Though, if you've never gone to like Jelly Beans Discogs page and looked at all these credits he has yes. on all Insane these songs, of credits. I mean, it is nuts. Yeah. This dude is everywhere. He really was. I mean, he was behind the scenes, he was a little bit in front of the scenes. But in a way, it's like, to me, he's like a guy who was so influential on a ton of stuff, but like he probably walks around New York and no one even knows who he is. Exactly. Like but I mean, this this that? guy was on more, you know, what Kashif was to the R&B charts, yes. was, this guy was to the dance charts, and to, to the pop charts, really a lot. I mean, like, go look at his credits. It's just, and a lot of it is stuff that he mixed. Um, you know, he has writing credits on, on some of it, but he he did so much um, mixing and, and production mm-hmm. studio work. Um, he, like, uh, he's on Shalimar's Dancing in the Sheets. He mixed that song. I had no idea when I was looking through his credits. Wow, I yeah. don't know if I've ever heard that one. Uh, produced by... Do you know who produced that song? Is it Kashif? No, our one of our offbeat tracks legends from our early episodes. Hashtag find Bill Wolfer. Oh, this is it Bill? It's Bill Wolfer. <laughs> Bill Wolfer produced it. Bill Wolfer, also the synth on Billie Jean, That's of right. all things. The 80s were very, those 80s studios, I'm assuming We're still waiting to hear them. from you, Bill, by the way. Yeah, Bill. We're gonna. What's the deal? Yeah, I don't know why you haven't. My hand is tired from all these letters I've been writing you. <laughs> By hand. <laughs> By hand. Because I assume that's the only way you can talk, because I assume that you only exist in 1984. I've looked you up. You don't exist on the internet. <laughs> I've tried, Bill. Um, yeah, no, but uh, Jelly Bean is everywhere. He's such a dance music pioneer, that 80s club sound, that freestyle sound, that electro hip hop thing. You know, a lot of 90s dance is coming from that early 90s stuff he did. He is everywhere, and probably no one would notice him if he walked down the street, which is insane to me. But he's still doing it. He's still do. He's DJing, like, every weekend, by the way, if you don't follow him on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook like I do. he. We should put his links on the show page. Oh, my God, totally. He is so active still. He does stuff in new york or miami like every weekend yeah and he's just killing it i mean his. i think his he has a music. cruise coming up there's like a jelly bean cruise like why am i not on i was that? gonna say why have you not gone on the I jelly bean cruise nothing sounds worse to me than a cruise <laughs> I, it's just not my thing but 
<laughs> Could you imagine who's on the jelly bean cruise? <laughs> yes. And I'm stuck on a boat. Yes, I can actually. <laughs> Sean Penn with his guitar <laughs> singing to the dolphins. As, he, as they jump the in the distance. <laughs> Here we go again. No, we're back off the rails. Oh, man. We are back nope. off the rails. I just had to bring it back around to the beginning. Anyway. Yes. Uh, yeah, no, he. So uh, thanks, thanks for the tunage, Jelly Bean. He also has a radio show. This is important. He has a radio show on Sirius XM on Studio 54 Radio yes. called In the, Mi- In the Mix with Jelly Bean Benitez, where he plays like disco y crap that's on Studio 54 Radio. But also, he plays stuff from his private collection oh. that probably only he has. Whoa. And if anyone has a dope collection of stuff like that, it's got to be Jelly Bean. That's so cool. And he also won't talk about any of his Studio 54 days, by the way. Like, people always ask him in interviews for, like, stories, and he's like, that would be unseemly. I'm like, girl, spill it and grow back your hair. (laughs) Seriously. Spill the beans, jelly beans. (laughs) (laughs) Spill the beans. Hashtag spill the beans. Hashtag let it flow. (laughs) (laughs) So many hashtags. Yes. This is how we should start tagging the episodes. <laughs> People will listen just to find out what the hell we're talking about. <laughs> well, this one has a lot of hashtags. Like, how many characters are Hashtag. allowed in the title? <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag the dolphin's feelings. <laughs> All right, we got to wrap this gotta, episode up before I go insane. We can't do anymore, Sean Penn. <laughs> We will. Thank you. Thank you, Jelly Thank Bean, you. for all the music. Oh, my God. Yes. And if you want to be my best friend and or husband, uh, call me. Hit us up. Wait. Yeah. Uh, we are, uh, let's see, we are on Twitter at Offbeat Tracks, and we have a website that is very colorful. And Yes, OffbeatTracksCast.com. Um, OffbeatTracksCast.com. And we will have lots of Jelly Bean videos on there for you to listen to. So thank you for listening. You are the best and the coolest. I am Danielle. I'm Max. See ya. Bye.